bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the dumb gay shit happening in the world like we're talking about reality TV. Well, in some dumb gay personal news, mm. I finally finished my taxes. Oh. So I'm oh. officially done being drunk for a while. Mm-hmm. So sad. I'll, uh, I'll miss it. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> I'm just going to be bitter brandy now instead of drunk bitter brandy, which mm. is what they love to call me in all of Jeff's shitty toxic uh, groups all over the internet. Oh, you mean those bitter they, fucking exactly. like, trolls? They call me drunk br- bitter brandy. And I'm, Do they? And they think that bothers me, but it doesn't at all. In fact, what bothers <laughs> me is now just having to be bitter brandy. And not getting to be the drunk part. Well, now I'm going to end up, because I'm going to do my taxes, so I'm going to be drunk bitter brandy yeah that's right and i'm gonna go ahead and start i believe i'm going to be starting next week so then i'll have the entirety of that week uh being insane yeah because you're already bitter brandy because we're bitter for the same reason well yes there's that part of the bitterness (laughs) that is bitter drunkenness comes with the um un unparalleled and breathtaking stress (laughs) of um Waiting to find out how much taxes we Yeah, it's horrific. But we now have a plan. (laughs) The next year is going to be better. But this year is going to be pretty bad. I mean, as far as last year. It's a nightmare. And and of course, as uh, Jeff put on blast, that I had an issue with my taxes. So that's great. So I'm glad that now the well, all of keep. your all of your back taxes are paid off. Every single penny. That's right. And now you will pay your taxes in full this year. Mm-hmm. You still will be more fucked than me because per <laughs> usual, I made better financial choices throughout the year. But um, yeah, you know that's true. Now because it wasn't as bad as I anticipated, mm-hmm. I now have to go sober for a while. Yes. So that's what I told the universe I would do. Because mm-hmm. believe you me, if I got the horrible tax bill, mm-hmm. she'd still be drunk. <laughs> she'd still be drunk. So, I mean, it, it was, you know, it's not, I certainly do have to pay quite a bit of money. I know for, <laughs> because I know how much it is. And I can definitely say you should be feeling pretty good, my friend. You should be feeling pretty fucking good. Well, still about more than I yourself. paid last year. Well, but yes, but yes, yes. you should be feeling pretty, pretty good. (laughs) You're probably going to be like, and I'm going to be the one who's not feeling pretty good. I think we can. It's going to be my amount times a three. I think. I think you're right. (laughs) So let's just enjoy your life. Julie turned into drunk, bitter brandy. Let me look at my calendar. Okay, Okay, let me see. Okay, I will be turning into drunk, bitter brandy between the dates of March. (laughs) Okay, okay. 
be, oh, I have no, to get have them like done before of, March 16th. Yeah, we have a ton of so, work around that time. Yeah, we're just doing, yeah, we're doing a ton of work. I know I have to be soberized and on point. And me too. And you too. <laughs> the so, last, two, last two weeks of March. Yes. So, um, so basically starting March 1st. Yeah, which is in a couple days. Yeah. So you've got about approximately, yeah, like... You probably start drinking this weekend because I think, that's yeah. when you'll start really doing. The I taxes. think this weekend is when I have to really delve in. Yeah, I have to. I have to really, really, really dive in. Yeah, to the taxes, which and do my process, which is a crazy process. Right. This weekend, so you're gonna be around here like the Tasmanian devil. Yes, and I'm gonna have to like severely distance myself from from you. <laughs> like I'm gonna have to be like I can't do it because I will be like enabling and trying to get involved too like i'm stressed out too maybe i should get something to drink so i'm just gonna be like fine also i'll be just, like hiking all weekend yeah you're gonna be get, live your best life and i'm gonna be in here yeah doing yeah being with satan i should in fact take nacho in the you probably away. should <laughs> you probably should because the shit is gonna get fucked up but then you'll be then you'll be done yeah and well we already know what to expect with that so um, and then moving on, moving forward, and things are going to, we just need to put this chapter to bed. You already did. Now I have to. And then once we both have the chapter flipped over and pounded down in the book, it's smooth sailing. It's wealth building time. It's wealth building time. <laughs> it's wealth building time. Yep. It's wealth building time. It's 100% is. And the plans are on. And, and, and for anyone listening who's stressed out or whatever, like, put it into your into your think tank wealth building ways to do it put it on your vision board and if you do if you are stressed out like us about taxes and and we we were and are um you know just make a really make try it's the first time julie has been through hell and back much of it through her own doing but (laughs) this is the first time she has ever made put a solid plan into place for paying her taxes next year or correct. this year that is correct so and that we have correct. a plan and we're gonna do it and even if you're if you're paying payments on old taxes which is very very common a lot happens to a lot of people just make those payments and then make make a pl- you gotta make a fucking plan that's all just have to make a plan and just do it it sucks it sucks but that's it that's it yeah well we didn't get any packages this week all right um, I did want to, so we're going to make our way through the holiday cards. Okay. I did want to shout out Daisy Hootie Shell, who sent to us, um, I think that's how you say her name, or is it Howdy Shell? Or Hody Shell, who knows? Um, let us know, Daisy. She sent us that Hawaiian, bo- that like box from Hawaii, from the Big Island, that mm. beautiful, mm-hmm. which with the coffee. Yes, yes, and all gone. the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Julie immediately went through the coffee. <laughs> we kept a couple of the treats here, but I went ahead and took the box on home. Mm-hmm. We put the box under your tree mm-hmm. for like a long time, and then mm-hmm. I took the box home. It. I just did not want to let let it pass since I just finished it. It was so baller, mm-hmm. like the level. I don't know what she spent on that, but so fucking good. Every single macadamia nut thing in there. <laughs> 
there was a little Rice Krispie treat type of energy. Mm. It was just, it was like so, shortbreads. And, oh, yeah. Ugh. Oh, chocolate with chocolate. Oh, I love yeah. what are those things where you dip it in the tea? The biscotti oh, with chocolate on it and then other ones. <laughs> and I love to dip it in the tea. It just reminded me. I think it's time to make Phyllis's mundle bread. I think oh, I yeah. Want that. Yeah. And you haven't made that yet. I want it. Yeah, you should do it. Um, you should definitely do it. Um, mm. And then I don't know who sent us the Stanley Cups, but I don't think. Oh. Excuse me, Nacho. It's not coughing time. <laughs> Everybody pipe the fuck down. I don't know if you know this, my mount, mm. but the Stanley Cups, okay, mm-hmm. which we had since gotten like way deep into the community in terms of like, <laughs> I was like buying like plastic, like things for them, like uh, accessories that like plug the holes yes. and do the things with the straws. Yeah, and they used it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Those have like blown up, blown up like it with in terms of like kids. It was mm-hmm. like flying off the shelves like the children use them. Right. And I'm like, so I don't know. I, I looked through the records to find who sent us the Stanley Cup. So please uh, reach out if you were the person that got us the Stanley Cups, because we just feel like, I mean, we're in the trends, honey. I feel like I'm on TikTok. Not to mention that it really has allowed me to... Dr- I think that you can fit like 24 ounces of water in that thing. I don't know how big it is, but it's like two of these Yetis. Yeah. So it's a lot. And I put make put ice in it and water, and I force myself to use that as my water utilization yeah. receptacle. And the only bad part about it, and this is... The best part about it is that there's a handle. Yes. And that you can fit a ton of water with ice a because ton. the yetis be going down like in two seconds two seconds but the cats love to knock it over yes. in a fit of joy uh, which is startling and scary yes. in the middle of the night yes. no matter where you are in the house off of julie's this morning nightstand this morning Ma- maverick <laughs> the water knocked the entire and he knocks it over i can't have straws anywhere and the sp- and splashes everywhere. Oh my it's god, the so amount loud. It's so loud. <laughs> like the neighbors hear it. I feel like they're like, "Whoa!" I wonder what happened in Julie's. Was house. that an earthquake? I mean, so that's the one thing with if you have cats. But I do want to remember who sent us that because I really feel like you know just part of the cool crowd, mm-hmm. like a cool kid with it. Yeah. Okay, so making our way through the holiday cards, we're pretty much almost done. We love Carissa Jackson and Bonji, right? And we love their fucking cats. Uh-huh. She sends us a Christmas card every year, which I love. She sends out a Christmas card with the cats on it. <laughs> and they're such a cute couple. I love that she still listens. I love a couple that just has pets, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Dear Julie and Brandy, hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, well, ladies, we survived another year. I have a lot of gratitude for you both for just keeping on through hard times, providing some light and levity and making life still moments better. Merry all the holidays to you and your whole and the whole family. Um, heart, Carissa and Bonji. Like Bonji. Bonji. And of course, the cat, the dog, the cat. So cute. Very cute. The family Which is, is the Patreon. Oh, Lucy Boots and Marigold. <laughs> So cute. Lucy's, we always do this every year, but I feel like Lucy's got to be the dog. Mm. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a dog's name. Like Boots is definitely the cat. Yeah. But now, and Marigold might be the cat. Yeah. Yeah, I think Lucy's, yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah. Mm-hmm. She, I think she might have told us before, too. Um, I'm glad she said that to the family on the Patreon. That's and nice. I also, even though she's like, bitch, I sent that three months ago, but... <laughs> 
I do love that mm. she said she had gratitude for us. That just when someone's going over their what they're thankful for in mm -hmm. the new year, that we were on her list. Yeah, I really that's, appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's nice. really lucky. Like uh, for her. Just kidding. I meant just gonna say for us. <laughs> then I just changed it. Um, okay, so we also love Sherry Lewison. What I hate about Sherry Lewison is that these kids, the kids are, they were babies. I mean, she was a baby and now she's a full child. Like, the, the, I mean, I, that's one thing that is, it's, that is startling. Yeah, that's why I can't the, the deal passage, with kids. The passage of the time. The passage of time is disgusting. <laughs> I mean, it really is. It's disgusting. Happy Karma 24. Love you both. You only deserve the best. Thank you for continuing to make me laugh every week. Love Sherry Lewison, Mark, Sherry, Jonah, and Alec on the, uh, Alex on the card. Yeah. How cute is that, Jonah and Alex? I Very love, nice. love, love, love and yeah, I mean, she's pretty soon. She's going to be sending us like pictures of them like going to homecoming, and we're going to be like, "I can't take yeah. it." And we're going to be like, "Nothing's changed in our lives." Nothing. I had a someone I know died recently, and when something like that happens, it's the same as a child. It's the same thing because you don't, you haven't thought about it, and it's somebody that I hadn't seen in a long time or really thought about in a while, and then. Heard that they died, and I was like, whoa. And then all of a sudden, now I'm talking to some people from that time, and it's like so much fucking time has gone by. It's vomit. It's bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's so yeah. weird. Even from the last time that you were dealing with that person. Mm-hmm so much time has gone by because I'll try yeah. to play it off. Like I'll be like, like I'll try to act like 2008 was five years ago. <laughs> yeah. shit oh, like that. Like I, I'll even act like 2015 yes. was five years ago. Right. And yes. it's like a girl that was 10 years ago <laughs> yeah. at this yeah. point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so bizarre. It's so hard, but you know, I it is like what it is. Parents must just numb themselves to it. And yeah. then if they're really sentimental, like your mom is pretty sentimental. Mm -hmm. um, I would say out of, I mean, anyone that I know, she would be the most like, like even in my family, I guess some people love busting out old family photos, but if you're really oh. sentimental, they, they must just numb themselves to it until all the kids leave and then they just live in the past. I'm not sure how parents deal with it. I don't know either. I guess when people have grandkids, that's how they keep moving forward. I don't know. Right. So when they don't, like like us, right. they're like, we're stuck in the past. <laughs> yeah. You didn't give us any future. Yeah. Like things such as. Yeah. And it's that's true. true. I mean, you get people give their parents... The, grandkids because of how many years and years and years that they treated them like shit and didn't appreciate what they did for them. Cause mm -hmm. that's basically all it is. You have kids, they don't appreciate you. They treat you like shit. You treat them like shit until they move out. And then you're just like, let me redo this over again with grandkids so I can just right. enjoy it. But if your p kids never have you any grandkids. Yeah. Now what do you do? Yeah, exactly. Now what's life about? I mean, it's pretty, you really have to be a pretty, <sighs> Now, here's Erica Walliser. Mm -hmm. I don't think we know Erica, her husband, Tyler, and her two daughters, Eva and Lila. Okay? She's, she's giving it to us pretty good, Miss Erica. She has not written a personal note, which okay. I 
am annoyed by. They're from <laughs> Seattle. They're a gorgeous family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's such a cute picture. It's such a cute card. Oh, it is a cute card. I want to know more Good about idea. this family. And I really mainly want to know um, more about how they feel about us um, <laughs> and how much we mean to Erica. Mm, but sh- I'm excited to put this on the Drug Down Bulletin Board because we haven't really like, we don't know much about Erica, but she's a, n- a new 14 listener. Well, us. that's nice. And she yeah. just says, happiest holidays, wishing you merry and bright holiday season. Cheers to happy new year. Tyla, Erica, Eva, who's five and Lila, who's two and a half. Very cute, cute, right? Very cute. But she hand wrote our address here, which she had to go seek out on the website. So Mm -hmm. I know she's one of our 14 listeners. And I'm super excited about this. She's so cute. Very nice. Her family is so cute. So I hope that Erica is a subscriber to our Patreon. I hope so, too. I want us to do a Christmas card like that, where it's all little blocks where, like, you're, like, dancing in one, and the dogs are just (laughs) laying in one. And now we're smiling. It's very, it was, like, their card is like a movie. Yeah, their card's really cute. They w- clearly went to like a b- very nice place in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Everybody got dressed. I'm sure they fought the whole time. She was probably sweating and just like, fucking, let's yep. go. Yep. And then putting the kids in the car. Yep. And then you finally get there and you're just like, you guys. And you're yep. like squeezing your kid's arm to like Ugh, sit I have, there. I definitely have <laughs> a, the, I lack a memory at all. My memory's gone. But I do have one from childhood, which is we did that. And I had to wear a dress with a scratchy collar that went up high. <laughs> and I was miserable the whole time. I didn't want to wear it. And nobody was positive. No, oh, I can't. <laughs> I don't think so. I know, all I can remember is my own rage. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that translated. You're probably doing that face. Probably. <laughs> and then they're like, stop it, Julie. <laughs> Smile for the picture. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know? I can visualize. I think that picture is still up in the house. Oh, I'm going to see that. That's definitely, we need, we need to see that. Um, look, if you guys don't want to subscribe to our Patreon, um, please leave us a review on Apple or Spotify. <laughs> We're trying to get over like, like get, we want to get over f- like 4,000 by the end of Karma 24. Okay. What we're trying to do mm-hmm. it's completely, you know, pie in the sky, but you know what? It's, it's, it's Karma 24. So anything can happen. That's correct. Um, but if you want to do our Patreon, it, you know, you can subscribe for $4 a month. You'll get a one-hour-long podcast every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Mm -hmm. Um, On Wednesdays, we do the wrong side of the take. So we're going to be talking about whatever pop culture thing floats our boat Mm -hmm. and giving an opinion that everyone's probably not going to like. Probably, just like today. (laughs) Just like later today. (laughs) During my my op-ed in one second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, speaking of that. Mm -hmm. Okay, now it's time for Julie to get ragey. In another spoken word op-ed. I said a hip hop, the hipping, the hipping to the hip hip hop. You don't stop the rocket to the bang bang bookie. Say up jump the bookie to the rhythm of the bookie the beat. Now what you hear is not a test. I'm rapping to the beat. And me, the groove, and my friends are gonna try to move your feet. See, I am Wonder Mike, and I'd like to say hello, but first I gotta bang, bang, the bogeys of the bogey say, up jump the bogeys of the bang, bang, bogey, let's rock. You don't stop, rock the rhythm that will make your body rock. Well, so far, you've heard my voice, but I brought two friends along. And next on the mic is my man Hank. Come on, Hank, sing that song. Check it out. And the C-A-S-N-B-O-B. And the West is F-L-Y. 
You see, I go by the code of the doctor of the mix and these reasons I'll tell you why. You see, I'm six foot one and it turns up on and I dress to a teen. You see, I got more clothes than Muhammad and I dress so viciously. Everybody go, hotel, motel, what you gonna do today? Say what? Cause I'm a headline girl and I get some spanky drive off and get no jail. Everybody go, hotel, motel, holiday in Okay, this is our segment called Spoken Word Op-Ed, where one of us or a special guest has the floor to speak our mind on important events happening in the news right now. Some might argue that the entire podcast is like a spoken word op-ed, and they'd be right. Others might argue that we've never had a guest do a spoken word op-ed, and they'd be right as well. But that's because nobody else, including me, wants to do the work for a spoken word (laughs) op-ed. Our friends, friends, and Patreon subscribers are always welcome to send in one. But no one has the time nor the energy except for our beautiful, ragey, labia-loving angel, Julie Goldman. So without further ado, it's time for this week's spoken word op-ed entitled Rashida Tlaib is Acting Like an Asshole, written by Julie Goldman with unnecessary and probably annoying interjections by myself, Brandy Howard. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'd like to start today with a quote by Golda Meir the former prime minister of Israel. Quote, we can forgive the Arabs for killing our children. We cannot forgive them for forcing us to kill their children. We will only have peace with the Arabs when they love their children more than they hate us. And this brings us to Rashida Tlaib, the congresswoman from Michigan, the Democratic patriot, the only Palestinian-American Congress, fierce Democrat, a member of the squad, and hero of the underdog and hardworking American, unless you're a Jew or an Israeli, apparently. The mouthpiece in America to bring down Biden and to blame the Biden administration for Israel's response to Hamas and other Arab groups and countries for attacking them on October 7th. Who is Rashida Tlaib? Well, according to one of our listeners whose mom has a blowout bar in Michigan, she's a dismissive, entitled, rude asshole who doesn't tip. Tracks. But we don't know for sure that's just hearsay. That's hearsay. Yeah. Congresswoman Tlaib, God... I want to like you. I want to support you. But you just sound like every other ordinary, run-of-the-mill, blame-game, one-sided, small-picture, selfish, immature child who picks one issue, one side, one story, and doesn't look at the whole truth or all the facts or the complications of an issue and then just starts blaming. The cornerstone of what I experience from you is blame, blame, blame. Last week, you made a video asking people who will be voting in Michigan's primary to vote uncommitted against Joe Biden. So she asked people in her district and in her state that she represents Mm -hmm. to vote against Joe Biden. She's a Democrat, Mm -hmm. and she's now asking them to vote against Joe Biden in the primary. It doesn't matter if that's not going to make a difference or move the needle. It's fucking negative, and it's fucking annoying, and that's why Rashida Tlaib is acting like an <laughs> asshole. That is an asshole fucking thing to do. It's not Biden's fucking fault. So, she, I want to play the video so that people can hear what she's saying. This is the way you can raise our voices. Don't make us even more invisible. Right now, we feel completely neglected, neglected and just unseen by our government. If you want us to be louder, then come here and vote uncommitted. It is also important to create a voting block, something that is a bullhorn to say enough is enough. We don't want a country that supports wars and bombs and destruction. If you want us to be louder, 
then come here and vote uncommitted. We feel invisible by our government. You know, okay. But you know who I bet truly feels invisible by their government? The Palestinian people, by their own fucking government. It's not Biden's fault. Is it Biden's fault that they attacked Israel on October 7th? You never mentioned, you never once mentioned that attack. You never go on your bullhorn and condemn Hamas or the Arab countries who fund them. No, it's Biden's fault that Palestinians constantly and historically have rejected every single peace opportunity over the years to live with Israel. Is it Biden's fault that Netanyahu is a fucking monster who will stop at nothing to show that he's done hoping for any sort of human understanding in this obscene and ridiculous thousand year war but it's all Biden's fault? No, bitch! Tlaib said in one of her speeches on the House floor that she can't understand why we're giving Netanyahu unfettered money without condition. Yes, somewhere where we agree. I do agree with you on the fact that Netanyahu does need conditions. We have to continue to fund Israel, however, which you would disagree with. But your feeling or thought that they need conditions, I do agree with. I just want to say that needs to credit, needs to be where credit's due. They need to have conditions. Fine. But at least we're on the same page. There's a little progress there. So at the end of the day, it's not in America's best interest to not be allies with Israel. But there's Rashida Tlaib boiling everything down as if she's a 15-year-old yelling about how bad war is. We all agree that war is bad and killing is bad and genocide is bad and terrorism is bad. But I don't understand, Congresswoman. Why aren't you going to Gaza then? Why aren't you going to Egypt? Why aren't you going to try and fight for your invisible people in the places that matter? Exactly. Why, why aren't you creating a coalition of Israelis and Palestinians and Americans and Egyptians, Arabs from all over the Arab world who will fight to stop Hamas and the fucking ridiculous idea that the Jews should not be in Israel or the Palestinian people should keep being used as pawns. Fight for your people. You're a Palestinian American. Utilize it. You're but also American. So whatever, there are plenty, 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 and many, many Americans who feel invisible yes, every day. That's right. And it sucks and it's sad. But however you're being treated here in America is nothing compared to what's happening over there in that actual war. Yeah. And it's like, it's not Biden's fucking fault. And you're also boiling down something yes we're giving money biden is we are the congress and also biden doesn't press a button and give money to people it doesn't work like that it's not biden's fault yep. that we're funding israel it is it is the congress it yep. is a voting of however many people who've decided and realized that israel who is our ally who it helps american interests who is the only democracy in the Middle East, who is in fact kind of like a Hawaii to America, is a friend to America. We have so many Americans who live in Israel who have helped Israel grow and, and become the country that it is. It was nothing. It was nothing. And look at it now. And you want to sit here and say that it's Biden's fault that there's a genocide, which is a word you're also throwing around. Ugh. So even just the boiling down of of not acknowledging that it takes it has to pass the Senate, it has to pass the House, it has to pass oh, 50 Biden's a things. war criminal. I mean, bitch, come on. At least I would at least be able to sit down 
and be more open and have a conversation with somebody who's like, what's happening to my people, the place where my parents were born, the place where I'm seeing all of these people killed. It is absolutely egregious. We have to do something about it. How about rather than give a blank check to Netanyahu, we have to say you can have this money if you do this. We have to start helping them. We have to. Fine. That's fair. That is completely fucking fair. But this idea that Biden's a war criminal and Israel is some kind of fucking on a genocidal mission is just not the truth. And it drives me fucking insane. And victim blaming about how you as an American and other Americans are invisible when the actual Palestinian population is is literally invisible to their quote unquote government. That's right. Like that is absolutely ridiculous and goes right in line with what a 15 year old, like you said, would do. It's, it's very immature. It's very entitled and it's yeah. not really acknowledging the actual danger and severity of a problem somewhere else. Exactly. And why don't you become the Palestinian savior and do fucking something? Fight for the facts. Fight and rail against the Arab world who have used and abused and manipulated and have been killing you and your people. You only want to blame Biden and Israel? You're so lame. You're such a basic fucking bitch. All you want to do is blame and you don't even blame the right fucking people. Ugh. <laughs> you I'm not saying Israel clearly has to take some blame and responsibility for how bad things are now, and certainly America who gives them money, but without them, we would descend into losing the only democracy and safe country in the Middle East, period. So what do we do? We are in an impossible predicament, and basic platitudes and blaming isn't going to fucking work here. <sighs> I'm so fucking irritated. In November, Tlaib got censured in the house because she can't stop herself from spewing propaganda. You got to do a lot to get censured. And I'm just saying like, I mean, we're talking Marjorie Taylor Greene level, level of being, being like inappropriate. And think about Marjorie Taylor Greene. Think about how fucking inappropriate she has been. Yeah. And they had to be like, bitch, you need to shut the fuck on up. <laughs> like you got to shut the fuck on up. And we again, allow it. it almost becomes to the level of hate speech. It That's the problem. And that's, and that's, it, that's right. Okay. So she attends a, a pro-Palestinian protest talking about Biden's a war criminal. Joe Biden supports the genocide of the Palestinian people. Do you seriously think that Joe Biden supports genocide of any people? No, bitch. No. Uh-uh. And of course, the one that really got the Jewish people in a frenzy is when she yelled and chanted and posted on social media from the river to the sea. In case you didn't know, here's what that call to arms comes from. It is a rallying cry used by Palestinians to say that the land is theirs from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea. And if you didn't know, what's between the Jordan River and the Mediterranean Sea is Israel. Israel. So it's been generally used as a way of saying they want a genocide, speaking of, to get rid of Israel and that the land is theirs and theirs alone, that they're the true native people, etc., and the Jews are interlopers, which I guess they must be. I guess they just showed up there in 1948, and Jesus of Nazareth was from New York City, I guess, and King David and Solomon and all the Jews from the area, they didn't live there. They must have just got, lived in fucking Manhattan. At this point, we're all interlopers. <laughs> that is so correct. I would... I mean, that's, that, that's, that's getting true. very, very tired. But let's just stick to Rashida Tlaib. You guys don't all... <laughs> and I also want to say that as far as Arabs and Jews, 
and or Palestinians particularly, and uh, the Jews that live in that exact area, literally on the same land. You guys come from the little, literal and exact same family. Like, what the actual fuck? Well, you can imagine the Jews in the house were like, did she say, did she just, she said represency? And all crispy onions <laughs> was not helping all it. All the ass fucking, fucking Florida the, 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 yeah. <laughs> representative, yeah. Debbie Crispy, wa- crispy get, Onion. Getting the anthrax in the envelope. <laughs> yeah. She's, don't get a Jewish woman in her crispy onions hair mat. <laughs> so she goes, basically, and this is when they had to like tell Rashida Shalit to shut the fuck up. And she goes, from the river to the sea, that phrase means eradicating Israel and Jews, period. Dressing it up in a new PR ploy won't change that. Only er- Now, listen to this. This is, I think, sums up everything. And I can't believe Crispy Onion said it. <laughs> Only a return of hostages, eliminating Hamas, and liberating Gaza from oppressive terror will save civilian lives and secure the peace, justice, and dignity you seek. The terror isn't Israel. It's fucking Hamas, people. Even our lesbian best friend, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel, (laughs) called Tlaib's tweet hurtful. She said, quote, I've supported and defended you countless times, even when you have said the indefensible. Which means that that means that Rashida Tlaib has been saying indefensible yeah. things this, before this. This isn't the first time. Like, bitch. Yeah. Because I believed you to be a good person whose heart was in the right place. But this is so hurtful to so many. Please retract this cruel and hateful remark. It sounds like she had one too many. One too many. She had one. She just, bitch, you just just got to be too much, too extra. You got to reel it back in. Never compromising, sounds like. Never learning, never understanding, never coming to the table with an open heart and being able to, to put your bias aside. Like... Which we, especially as a legislator, but then Rashida Tlaib (laughs) responded and said, from the river to the sea is an aspirational call for freedom, human rights, and peaceful coexistence. But we know for a fact that's not what that means. You just look at, you trying to spin it. We, there's many, many uh, racist, discriminatory phrases that we could all think of off the top of our head that you're going to try to spin now and say that's a call to free. no. No, 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 you can't. No. It's already done, been taken by Hamas. It's been taken. It's been militarized. It's been it's like the fucking swastika. You can go and be like, but that was a ancient Roman. Con- no. Yeah. The word. No. And, and also the name Adolf. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's 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 you like, can't do that. You got to retire yeah, that shit. That, you have to. Or if you're not, then you need to stand in your truth, bitch. That's the other thing. Stand in your truth. Stand in your fucking truth. And you're too fucking immature to even do that she said continuing on she said my work in advocacy is always centered in justice and dignity for all people no matter faith or ethnicity does it okay it doesn't sound like it i mean it just doesn't rashida talib cannot be alive unless she's around placing blame and being able to be a victim and a bully and a murder and yet true to the propaganda she was i'm sure brought up with she won't be silenced because that's a big thing for her i won't be silenced i won't be silenced yeah i won't be ignored i won't be ignored dan i won't be and you're gonna gonna, gonna, know what that's from what's that from i won't be ignored dan it's from a movie isn't it what movie is that is it is it fatal attraction yeah i won't be ignored dan i mean it's like 
even frothing up a group of people to go against Biden, who's a Democrat, like at least be making them mad at the like conservative side of Congress, blame the conservatives then. Mm-hmm. Go take your your entire Palestinian protest and blame the conservatives in Congress who are aiding Netanyahu, who's also a conservative right. and one of their cronies. Blame the conservatives. I wouldn't even give a fuck. Stand out there and blame the conservatives and blame Congress and go, oh, they're all sucking Netanyahu's dick. Fine. Yep. Even, and by the way, don't even say anything if you're not talking about Netanyahu, number one. I don't know why Biden's name's coming out of your fucking mouth. But she didn't do that. No. Nope. She's blaming Democrats a cornerstone, not for nothing, of the squad. Yes. But that's just not where we're at now. We mm-hmm. are that's not where we're at in an election year. We are certainly not putting down non-committal or ceasefire or any of that shit during an election year. This is a fucking election year. You want you're not gonna stand and blame Democrats doing their best when you're a fucking Democrat and get other people to blame Democrats. Republicans don't do that. No. Republicans don't blame Republicans. So like at least get on board with that. You have you, you have nothing but an open space and an open pulpit to to raise voices and empower people. And this is what you're doing. You're trying to go p- make people go against Biden during the year that he's up against Trump. You are a fucking living asshole. OK, how about that? The final thing that I dug up and I could barely get through a lot of the shit with her because it did feel very personal against me it went on all weekend i want you guys to and she was having a really I know, hard time i know we've gone very in and i feel <laughs> um kind of gross about it singling out one person and she is a democrat but i know that julie just wanted to write an op-ed about um her saying to be non-committal against biden in the primaries and it went on all weekend where julie was um upset triggered aggressive rage i can't do this it was it it would ruin your weekend yeah it really did and 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 it puts you into a a very unhealthy mental headspace it 100 percent did because i was trying to i wanted to find i would the thing that i was hoping to happen with writing this was that i was going to find a balance like a like a like a a middle ground like when i said she said you know that netanyahu needs to have conditions i wanted more of that i wanted to find I wanted to be like Dana Nessel and be like, I know you have a good heart. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the more, the more video. I like her. Like I like her personality. She's kind of dykey. Right. She's kind of sexy. So I like, I like really liked her vibe. And I like a blunt. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. She called Trump a motherfucker. I want, that's why I said at the beginning, I want to like her. I want to like her. I want to support her, but she has lost the fucking plot. And then I'm going, I'm looking through videos and videos and speeches and shit. And it's just like, I'm not seeing anything. I'm all so one-sided and there's nothing. She's not giving any quarter or understanding to Israel at all. And for me, that just speaks that that's a, it feels personal. So she goes, and this is, then I found this and I was like, fuck man. So in 2019, Rashida Tlaib is on a podcast called Skullduggery on Yahoo. And she said, quote, there's always kind of a calming feeling I tell folks when I think of the Holocaust and the fact that it was my ancestors, Palestinians, who lost their land and some lost their lives, their livelihood. All of it was in the name of trying to create a safe haven for Jews post-Holocaust. And I love the fact that my ancestors provided that in many ways. 
We won't go into why every single word of that is just untrue factually, though I will concede the fact that some people did lose their lives and livelihood, but it wasn't the general rule. And historically, you can go look that up. It is documented. She is so hell-bent on keeping herself and her people as victims that she doesn't even see it. Well, she made them heroes there. And heroes. You're right. Heroes who didn't block every attempt to have the Jews go to Israel. Every attempt. Rashida Tlaib drives me insane. (laughs) I think it's clear. clear. And I have to say, she pushes buttons in me that I have to assume are very similar buttons, I guess, that Israel pushes in her. That's right. I'm trying to be understanding and open and see all sides of the situation and how an oppressed people without proper education and context would see Israel as their oppressor. But with Rashida Tlaib, who is now a congresswoman, who came to America, who went to college, wants to stay in her confirmation bias, I fucking can't take it. Because she is educated. Yes. And she's in America. In America. She supports BDS, a.k.a. Boycott Divestment Sanctions, which claims Israel is a colonizing apartheid oppressive regime over Palestine. She's talking about from the river to the sea, which is well-documented, war cry against Israel. She's blaming Biden. She's blaming Israel. She's turned a retaliation and defensive act into genocide. I can agree with her on the conditions and the fact that Netanyahu needs to get impeached and get the fuck out of Israel. Israel needs a gold in my ear or a person who feels mercy and compassion while being strong and resilient. And we can also agree and understand and empathize with someone whose family is there, very strong ties, and who is having her psychotic buttons pushed. Yes. While, because she, yes. she can't turn the TV off. Right. And you can, and you couldn't when you were writing your op-ed, which is why you went stone cold insane, <laughs> clearly. Um, and I think that's what's happening to her because she's unable to disconnect. And it's clearly uh, really, really causing a, a severe mental health issue with her that is sad um, and sucks because she can't, because of her job, she can't not listen. Well, maybe that's it then. Maybe we found it. Maybe the common thing is to find the understanding in the fact that, you know, just like Americans or Jews who are triggered by babies' heads getting cut off and being a terror- terrorized and all of that and having, being, um, you know, attacked... They are also being attacked, and that is also triggering and horrible, and you can't let go of it. And now we're in a cycle where everyone is constantly being attacked, and it's a fucking nightmare. But I will say this. one thing you don't do, blame motherfucking Biden. That is correct. (laughs) That's the one person who doesn't need to get blamed. That is right. And so there is at least, you have to be able to, and I want my legislator who works for this country to be able to at least find some space to be able to see that. So I propose this for the next election, for those of us who feel invisible and taken advantage of and are sick of the same bullshit by people who are one-sided, uncritical, self-important, and who have been given a gift of a huge, powerful platform, rather than use it for change and empowerment of the people you say are suffering, have used it to do nothing but blame and shift and find cover for your own prejudice and hate. Let's vote uncommitted the next primary for you, Rashida Tlaib, and give our voices a bullhorn and send a message to Rashida Tlaib. We're done with your shit. Grow up. In fact, go to Israel. Go to Gaza. Go to the West Bank. Even just sit down with Biden and have a conversation and start bringing people together rather than tearing them apart. You're a legislator. You're not a college student anymore. You're not a mindless protester. Be the change you want to see, not the blame you want to project. AKA, stop acting like an asshole.
so that's it for this episode of our Dumb Gay Podcast. Let's hope it's not our last. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. Anyone who's still here, thank you so, so much. You know what? At the end of the day, after you having to go through all of that research and put your own self and your own mind through that, which nobody else wants to do ever, it's like whatever happens, whatever, you know, um, feedback we get, it's had to have been helpful for you to get it off your chest. So dive in, face it, see what's there, see what the other side is thinking and just get it off your chest. So whatever happens, happens. I will say this. I do just want to say quickly, have saying it out loud and being so harsh as I was, I do see, I do, I can be, I can take it down a notch. You know what I mean? I can see someone's pain. Yeah. And I think you can. And give her a little space for that. A little more so a little more understanding. We love all seven of you so much for staying <laughs> from 14 to four. Mm. Wow. In one fell swoop. Um, if you're new here and you're still here uh, and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about politics or r- ranting spoken word op-eds, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. They're completely different than this. We do three a week. They're all an hour. There's no politics, no ads, no pressure to join the Patreon. We, do, we really don't talk we don't get political. We don't tell you to leave reviews. We don't tell you to buy a cameo. It's none of that shit. There's no sales pitch. If you haven't tried it, just give it a chance. You can sign up for $4 a month. That is literally the cheapest Patreon subscription out there. For $4 a month, you will get one hour long podcast that comes out every Wednesday. On Wednesdays, Brandy and I do The Wrong Side of the Takes, where we discuss our most unpopular opinions on whatever pop culture subject floats our fucking boat that week. If you don't like it, you can always cancel at any time. But if you do like it, you can upgrade to $8 a month, which will give you three hour-long podcasts a week. Okay. Um, still the cheapest Patreon around around for the amount of content you get. They come out Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. So you just decide. Try the $4 uh, a month. Start on Wednesdays. If you want more, it's always there for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. There's a link to a free episode in the description below this podcast, or you can go to our website, julieandbrandy.com, and there's a button on every page that says, click to listen to our free Patreon episode. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay and it's been dumb. And intense! (laughs) How'd you do, I? See you've met my faithful hand in hand. He's just a little broad dying because when you knocked, he thought you were the candy man. Don't get strung up by the way I look. Don't judge a book by its cover. I'm not much of a man by the light of day, but by night I'm one hell of a lover. I'm just a sweet Transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme and maybe play you a sign. You look like you're both pretty grooving. Or if you want something visual that's not too abysmal. We could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. 
Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. <laughs> Why don't you stay for the night? Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation but maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> but not the symptom. <laughs>